17th episode of the analyst it's your boy dubs in the building i am back again uh today uh i might talk about the thursday night game where the detroit lions and packers played uh we talk about the detroit lions <laughs> ground and pound game was on fire uh, I'm talking about the Oregon State game where they pulled off the big upset, beating number 10, Utah. And they're going to get to these college games today, some big games going on. Um, but you know how this is rocking. Today I, I leave. I got to go to Carolina. My boy's wedding today. Shout out to my dude, Steven, you know, out there. 
I got to go out to North Carolina, you know, like my parents, you know. So, I'm, uh, this episode will probably be a, a little bit, it won't be as long as the other ones, but, um, this should be crazy. Um, but yeah, man, let's talk about that Detroit Lions and Green Bay Packers game. Mm. David Montgomery had himself a game, I see. Had him on my team, and I let him go off my fantasy roster. What in the world was I thinking? God dang. This man had himself a game. This man had a game. It's probably, it's, it's rare when you see a running back get the ball or carries 32 times. Like, that's different. That's different. Most guys, they might run it about mm, maybe 20 sometimes. Maybe. Maybe 25. Depending if the running game is really working and they dominate. Because sometimes teams got three running backs they rotate with and they shuffle them in the lineup. So if one running back got 15 carries, he might have caught like six passes. Then another running back might got 12 carries, but he caught the ball maybe four times. So... To see David Montgomery, he was the the workhorse. Wow. Because he definitely propelled them to get that victory over the Packers, making themselves 3-1 as the Detroit Lions beat the Green Bay Packers. 34-20. David Montgomery was the player of the game. 32 carries, 121 yards, 3.8 yards of rush. Three TDs. As a team, they ran it 43 times for 211 yards, 4.9 yards to run. Yeah, okay. I still need Jameer Gibbs to factor into this. I need him to get some carries because uh, I don't like how the Lions don't really utilize him because I really wanted him to go to the Dolphins, but we missed out on him because I think they was the higher draft pick, so... I need uh I need him to get that man the ball because that man is a game changer. I'm like, come on, man. You don't draft a guy like that and then you don't play him. Come on now. But Dave Montgomery had himself a game. Amon Ross St. Brown had five receptions, 56 yards, 11.2 yards to catch, a TD. Uh, Jared Goff went 19 to 28, uh, 210 yards, 7.5 yards a pass. A TD, he did throw a pick on that first drive. He got sacked twice. He had a 61.2 QBR and an 86.9 passer rate. On the other side, mm, felt like this game was more so, uh, Jordan Love had really put on his back because the running game really wasn't there. Um... Pretty pretty decent game. Just the turnovers hurt him. He had 23. He went 23 or 36, 246 yards, 6.8 yards a pass, one TD, two INTs. He got sacked five times, though. So that made his QBR really drop, which was terrible, to 7.0. I ain't never seen a number go. I never seen a QBR drop below a 10 or 15 or 20. So a 7, yeah, he was he was not comfortable in the pocket. Um, and his passer rating was 69.9. As a team running, they ran it 12 times to 27 yards. It's unacceptable. I need A.J. 
Dylan to get more carries, take some of this pressure off Jordan Love. This is his first year starting. Uh, I need Aaron Jones. I know he's just coming off an injury. Um, I need him to step up a little bit more. Um, yeah, because that wasn't a good game for their running. Romeo Dobbs had nine receptions, 95 yards, 10.6 yards to catch. Um, he played very good, but uh, it just wasn't enough. Um, they lost two fumbles, recovered one. Um, Lions had two picks. Jerry Jacobs had two of them. Um, yeah, sloppy game. But they've won four straight against the Packers now. Aiden Hudson says he's just happy that A-Rod is over there and on the AFC because now he ain't got to ever worry about them no more. So Lions are playing pretty good, looking like the best. The third best team in the NFC since the Cowboys had that stumble last week against the Cardinals, but it's still up for grabs between those two. Who will be third? Who will be fourth? I feel like the Lions will stay in that place for a minute. The next thing game they got is against the Carolina Panthers at home. Then they play the Bucks, the Ravens on the road, and then the Raiders, and then the Chargers on the road. So it's going to be some tough games for them. Um, and that stretch, and then... Towards the end, it's pretty tough also. So, we'll see how the Lions fare out. I still got them to win the division. I think it's their time. I think it's time for them to really step up and really be that best team in the NFC because the Minnesota Vikings were the best team last year, and uh, what they did in the playoffs was terrible. So, and they're 0-3 right now. The Bears are 0-3. The Packers are the only team that's really fighting with them, and they're 2-2. Two and two. Um... Yeah, they're playing pretty good over there in Detroit. Like, Jared Goff has 1,029 passing yards. David Montgomery leads them in rushing with 262. Amon Rod State Brown has 331 receiving yards. Um, yeah, it's um, it's going to be quite interesting to see how they do. They have it's a 249.8 passing yards a game, that's seventh in the league. 136.5 rushing yards a game. That's ninth. Uh, they put up 26.5 points. That's eighth in the league, but they only give up 20.8, which is 14. So, right now, that team is really scoring. They're really putting up numbers. Their defense keeps teams around that 14-point mark, 20-point mark, maybe 17. Yeah, Detroit might be that team, you know. But uh, we'll see how everything else keeps unfolding. Uh, we got a upset last night in college football as the Oregon State Beavers, number 19 Oregon State Beavers, beat the Utah Utes 21-7 as the Beavs stormed the field. Wow. That's a big upset right there. Dang, I didn't expect Utah to be losing anytime soon. Uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty shocking and surprising to see. But Oregon State, they came out, played that defense. They shut that uh, Utah offense down. Utah's offense been playing pretty well. And um, Oregon State was like, not today, buddy. Not today. Um, let me see if I can find this game. Here it is. Boom. Um, 
Come on, can you show me? Here we go. Let's see. Let's see. What was that? Did I record? Probably did it. Damn, the ground. I just didn't keep doing it. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Most of the time, I'll be clicking and going in and out, and sometimes my browser be giving me problems. But uh, DJ, usually, I don't know how I got it right on the first try. He was 14 to 25, 204 yards passing, 8.2 yards a pass, one TD, one INT, and 86.5 QB rating. Um, as a team running, they ran it 36 times for 131 yards, two touchdowns. Um, Silas Bolden had six receptions, 100 yards, 16.7 yards a catch, one TD. Um, yeah, this was more so like, I got the lead, I'm going to hold you, I'm play straight defense, and we're going to walk out of here and get this win, which is big in that conference because they're 1-1 and the Utes are now 1-1, but both teams are 4-1 right now. Uh, Nate Johnson had a terrible game. He was 423 for 101 yards, 4.4 yards a pass, 1 TD, 9.9 QBR. Bryson Barnes came in for relief since Nate was struggling. He was 5 for 8 for 40 yards, 5 yards a pass, and he had a pick, 63.7 QBR. Guess the youth might be having some QB issues. They might have to start someone else, so... Um, that's going to be pretty interesting to see how it goes, especially for a team that's ranked in the top 10. They probably dropped to maybe like 15 or 16 because I don't think it's, they should drop far because they did lose to a top 20 team. So, uh, as a team, they ran it 32 times for 57 yards. Our receiving was 13 for 141. Um, yeah, it just, uh. It wasn't a good game for the, the Utes out there, even though they did get that one pick, but wasn't a good game. Wasn't a good game. So congratulations to the Oregon State Beavers. Um got some good games on the slate today. College football. We got number one Georgia Bulldogs facing Auburn Tigers in Auburn. That's gonna be a it's gonna be a dog fight. We got the number two Michigan Wolverines facing Nebraska. We got number three Texas versus Kansas. At home, we got number seven Washington that's been on fire. Michael Penix Jr. versus Arizona. That's the late game. That might be like, I don't know. Washington might put up 50 tonight, 55, 60. I ain't like the way they be scoring. It's, it's out. It's crazy. Um, got the big one that's going to be on at 12 o'clock. I think ESPN will air it. Uh, it might be on Fox. Fox FS1. As USC Trojans go down to Colorado. And the big one, number eight USC. Because they got them favored to win by minus 22. We got Notre Dame facing Duke. A big uh, top 20 matchup. Uh, Notre Dame needs this win after the loss last week to Ohio State on the last play of the game. But Duke is a tough, tough team. Tough team, man. Oh, man. This might be. Notre Dame might be running into a buzzsaw right here. 
Uh, got number 12, Alabama, facing Mississippi State. We got number 13, LSU, facing number 20, Ole Miss. I feel like Ole Miss might take this, but you'll, we'll see. And we got number 21, Tennessee, for South Carolina. And uh, the Florida Gators versus Kentucky. Big rivalry game right there in the SEC. Um, let's go do these games because I got to start getting myself ready to hit the road because I got a four-hour drive. So I'll go do certain games and, and give my game picks. Um, we got the Penn State Nittany Lions, number six in the nation, facing Northwestern. Um, it's going to be a, a tough game, 12 o'clock game. Um, feel like if Michigan, if Nit, my bad, if Penn State can jump on them early, then it's gonna be a blowout because last week they won thirty-one to zero. Um, uh, right now they're six in the nation. Uh, cause yeah, they 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 beat up on Iowa at home. So facing Northwestern, I don't think they're really that scared. Right now they're favored to win by negative twenty-six. So, I got Penn State to win that game. Um, Florida, Kentucky. That's a 50-50 game to me. Kentucky's 4-0. Florida's 3-1. Mm. Ah, I don't know how to choose for this one. This is going to be a tough one. Right now, Kentucky's favored by <laughs> negative 1.0. So, that means this game, it'll probably come down to that fourth quarter. But a 12 o'clock game. So, I always be looking at when it comes to college football. It's always it's always so different. Like, 12 o'clock games versus those 8 o'clock games is always so different. Because if it's an 8 o'clock game and a team is at home and they're facing one of their rivals or a team that's ranked higher than them, most times their home team that's not up there with them, they play very tough. And uh, day games is just different. It's just more so it's... Some teams jump on other teams real fast. So, uh, mm. ah, that's a tough, tough one. Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Kentucky skates out of this game and wins. Um, they've been playing pretty good the last four games. Forty-four to ten against Ball State. Twenty-eight to seventeen versus, um, what's the school? Eastern Kentucky, then they beat Akron 35-3, to and then Vanderbilt 45-28, so you can really say they ain't play nobody. I mean, Florida in that stretch played Tennessee, and they beat them 29-16, so I give them that. So this will be a big test for both teams right now to see where they are, but I'm going to probably just go with Kentucky to be the safe pick. Um, USC versus Colorado. That's a that's one of those games like I gotta really pay attention to. Um, I feel like you um Colorado's defense has to play better. They have to play better right now. Um, Shiloh Sanders is questionable to play in the game. Um, I need them to really hone in on defense without Travis Hunter. Right now, USC is favored. At 22, to really stomp Colorado just because of what Oregon did last week, beating them 42-6. Mm. I feel like this could be an upset game. Shador can probably 
rebound. I mean, he's already still leading the nation with 1,410 yards, 11 TDs, 1 INT. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough one. Ah, like uh, when I made my bets this morning, I had Colorado pull it off and win, only because I got faith in them. But if USC is like that, even though they give up 364 yards a game, um, Colorado gives up 475. Ah, guess I'm about to change that pick. I was trying to change it earlier, but um, I guess I'll just stick with the the favorite. I'm gonna go with USA to beat them. I'm hoping it's closer than uh, um, a lot of experts are saying. But yeah, I got USC to win this game. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be ugly. That man Caleb Williams gonna he gonna stamp his name ahead of Sh uh, Shador in this game. I think Caleb probably throw for like three TDs in the game. They're going to spread out that uh, Colorado defense. They're going to make them really work. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's going to be real tough to see how Colorado really can contain them and control them. I wouldn't say run no huddle all the time. If your defense is not like that, like if y'all have three and outs, your defense really can't stop them, I would just slow the game down. Keep this game within, got to be like, come down to that fourth quarter and first to score 35 or whatever. That's who wins and stuff. But if you playing up-tempo type of game, you falling right into where USC wants to do. Um... And Lincoln Riley's offense, they are going to score. And if you slip up on that defense, oh, Caleb is going to be passed. And don't forget, they can run the ball also. Um, right now, I'll probably say the key guy in this whole game that's really going to be the X Factor is Marshawn Lloyd for USC. is a junior right now from Wilmington, Delaware. He has 39 carries on the season for 349 yards, two TDs. Average 8.9 yards a rush. This man, when he breaks out, he is gone. Last year, he only had 111 carries for 573 yards. So, pay attention to this guy. He really gets out and he does what he needs to do on the lanes and he finds that crease. He is going to be gone. I feel like Caleb will just do just enough. He'll have a pretty good game, maybe 230, 250. Passing, but Marshawn Lloyd, he'll be the one that's going to be putting up the big, big numbers. Um, so, yeah, I got USC to win. Um, Jordan Auburn, that's going to be a close game. It's going to be a fight. I don't think Georgia's going to walk them like they've done a lot of teams. Because, um, really, their only challenge for Georgia was, like, South Carolina, and they beat them 24-14. Everybody else, they blew out um auburn they really haven't played nobody except for playing texas a&m and they lost last week um i'm gonna choose georgia to win this game um only because they they're gonna they're gonna make auburn really work they're gonna really play a pretty solid game like right carson beck that's the guy i'm gonna put a spotlight on that's gonna 
uh, carry the Bulldogs to this big win so they can be 5-0, and continue that number one rank. I don't see too many teams really they can mess with. Um, Georgia, because this Georgia team is just it's stacked on different levels. It's stacked. Their defense is stacked. Um, they got they got a good collection of running backs. Um, I see right now they got six six QBs on their roster. Good gracious, they they are building for years. Like right now, Carson Beck has eleven hundred eighty four passing yards. He's a junior, six TDs, one INT, seventy four point eight QBR. Um, yeah, I, I don't see him having like the flashes or craziest game, but he will play pretty decent. And I feel like Georgia will take it and get this victory. Um, Michigan versus Nebraska. Um, I got Michigan to take that game very convincingly. Um, J.J. McCarthy, I'm going to put a spotlight on you, brother. Matter of fact, I'm going to put it on the guy I had high hopes for, and he got injured towards the end of the season. Blake Corum. I feel like the man that's, like, if he would have came out this past year, he would have been drafted high. I feel like if he comes out next, when he comes out next year since he's a senior, he gonna be drafted high. It just sucks how the NFL devalues running backs, but he'll be playing very well today. He got 58 carries on the season for 351 yards, eight TDs, 6.1 yards of rush. Uh, I don't see him slowing down. Not against. Nebraska, I see him at least, I want to say over 100, but he'll probably get like 98 yards rushing. Um, he'll probably have two TDs. So, um, but yeah, watch out for the Michigan Wolverines, the number two in the nation. Four no, I don't see them slowing down anytime soon. Um, we got Kansas versus Texas. That's gonna be a high scoring games. I see Quinn Ewers playing pretty well. 1,033 yards on the season, 9 TDs. Um, it's going to be a battle of the 4 0s and that Big 12. You know, that Texas right there. Ah, I'm going to say Texas takes that game. Um, it's going to be, I'll probably say that game probably be like 42 to 24, maybe. Texas will play just good enough. They'll get key stop in that third, fourth quarter, so Texas will take that. Missouri and Vanderbilt. Got Missouri to win this game. Um, they shouldn't have real problems out there versus this Vanderbilt Commodores team. Right now, the guy I'm put a spotlight on. I got Cody Schrader, senior. He got 65 carries, 403 yards. Rushing, 2 TDs, 6.2 yards. Uh, Rush, I feel like he's going to be the guy that's going to carry them in this game and put up some good numbers. So watch out for them Missouri Tigers. They're number 23 in the nation. Um, We got LSU and Ole Miss. I'm going to need Jaden Daniels. Yeah, Jaden Daniels. I'm going to need him to really turn it up in this game. Um, that's the guy I'm going to spotlight and say he's going to be the reason why they get this victory on the road. It's going to be very tough, though. Ole Miss is not no pushover. Uh, right now, he has 1,296 yards passing, 12 TDs, 2 INTs, 82.9 QBR. Um, 
I feel like he'll play play pretty good in this game. This game will be a, a dog fight. It'll be a tough one. Um, I ain't going to put nothing past Ole Miss if they get this win because they're at home. Jackson Dart has been playing good. 1,096 yards passing, 7 TDs, 2 INTs, 82.2 QBR. Um, I feel like he'll have decent numbers in this game. Uh, I just feel like LSU, they still need to keep climbing. Right now, they're number 13. They want to at least get to that top five, top seven rank. So, I'm going to say LSU takes that one, even though the nation has Ole Miss beating them by with a 56.6% chance, chance to win. Uh, Oregon to Stanford. This is going to be a lot to a little. I feel like Oregon is just they on a mission right now. They don't care where they're playing. If it's on the road at home, they trying to get into that top five ranking. And Bo Nix has been balling. Um, ah, man, I feel bad for Stanford that you got to play this team right now. This team is on fire. Uh, Bo Nix has 1,169 yards, 11 TDs, 1 INT. But the guy I think that's going to really go crazy is Bucky Irvin. He has 37 carries on the season, 305 yards, 3 TDs, 8.2 yards of rush. He's a junior right now. I feel like if he gets out of them openings, he might have a game where he got like, I'm going to say 18 carries. He goes for like 102, 115 yards rushing. He'll have like two or three t TDs. Um... I feel like he'll he'll have a pretty good game. But, yeah, Oregon, they're just going to walk Stanford. It's not even going to be close. Um, yeah, Oklahoma facing Iowa State. I'm going to say Oklahoma takes that game. Uh, Dylan Gabriel will have himself a pretty good game. He got On the season, he has 1,227 yards passing, 12 TDs, 1 INT, 86.3 QBR. Senior right now. I don't feel him slowing down anytime soon. Especially for this uh, Oklahoma team that's trying to stay high in that Pac-12 standings. And right now they're number 14 in the nation. Um, I feel like Iowa State, nah. After that one time I seen them, nah. <laughs> when I seen them play USC, USC ran them over it. Nah. We got Notre Dame faces Duke. I feel like this will be the game of the week um, for college football. Uh, Sam Hartman, he didn't do nothing last week. He kind of just played within whatever Ohio State gave them. It's going to be a tough, gritty game just like last week. But uh, I see Sam Hartman at least playing better. He got to at least get one or two TDs. Uh, back in North Carolina, so we'll see how he does. He has 1,236 yards passing, 14 TDs. The key thing is no INTs, 87.4 QBR. He'll play pretty well against Duke. Um, but like I said, it's going to be a tough, gritty game. Duke, I don't think Duke is going to give them certain, um, certain lanes or give them something where they're going to be throwing it deep or getting big runs, like as for Notre Dame, Audric Esteman. He has 17, 77 carries, 591 yards, 5 TDs, 7.7 yards of rush. Junior right now. 
Uh, I feel like he'll probably be the one that really steps out more in this game than Sam Hartman, but I got Notre Dame to win this game and and keep climbing up the rankings, keep climbing up, uh, especially after that loss last week to Ohio State. South Carolina and Tennessee. Uh, Spencer Rattler, he's been playing good. 1,242 yards, passing 7 TDs and 2 INTs. But... I don't see South. I see South Carolina playing good, but I feel like um, Joe Milton the third will play just good enough. Uh, not too outstanding. He'll play just good enough. Right now, he has nine and twenty-five yards on the season. Eight TDs, one INT, fifty-eight point seven QBR. He'll improve on that. Uh, I think he's a still. It's still early. It's still early in the season. They're number twenty-one in the nation. I got Tennessee to take that game. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, dang, why did they go away? Um, I got Alabama to beat Mississippi State. Um, I don't see them really slipping up. I think they're gonna. This is gonna be a running game, so they're gonna probably they're gonna try to. Really take the pressure off of Milro at quarterback, and they're just gonna run the game, control clock. And Mississippi State is gonna be trying to fight back, but Mississippi State they will try to throw it. They will try to keep themselves close in this game. They will try to run it. Also, uh, I'm gonna put a spotlight on Joe Quarius Marks for Mississippi State with 63 carries, 352 yards, four TDs, 5.6 yards a run. If the game is close, it's because of him. But I got Alabama to take this win and go 4-1 as a number 12 in the nation. So I don't see them slipping up in this game, but it will be close. Um, it's going to be the game of how many how many points can you score versus how many points we're going for. Because right now, that man, Michael Penix Jr., has 1,636 yards passing 16 TDs, two INTs. Oh, my goodness. That man is lights out. His best receiver is Rome Adunzi. He had 27 receptions, 544 yards, 4 TD, 20.1 yards, a, a catch. Man, I'm telling you, I've been saying this. All season, Washington is going to be that team that's going to. He'll probably they'll probably walk out of that Pac-12 no problems. Um, Washington is going to be a hard, hard team to stop. Pause. They're going to be a tough, tough team to beat, and they on the road. It don't matter to them. They'll they'll be at home on the road. They'll still outscore you. Every game they play at the beginning of the season, no lie. If I had to average this stuff out, let's see. These boys can score, and they don't give up much. What was that? Four games. They're averaging 49.75 points a game. Who's stopping it? Like, seriously, who's stopping it? Right now, they're favored to win at 
God, I feel for you, Arizona. Even though you're 3-1, and you're not stopping that offense. They beat Boise 56-19, Tulsa 43-10, Michigan State. They dumped them on at their stadium 41-7, and they beat Cal last week 59-32. It's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah. Washington. <laughs> a lot to a little. And the last game, they got Nevada and Fresno State. I got Fresno State to take this because Nevada right now just can't get nada. And they're just going to stay over. Yeah, I don't see them really messing with uh, Fresno State. They're going to pass it. They're going to run it on you. They're going to play defense. Nah. Not to die. Nevada gives up too much. 536.5 yards. Nope. 340 passing. 196 rushing. Are y'all even playing? Nah. Fresno State. Easily. But yeah, man. Appreciate everybody that's been checking out the podcast and everything and stuff. Check me out on Amazon Music, the Am- the analyst. Check me on iHeartRadio, the analyst. Check me on Spotify. Um, check me out on Apple Podcasts. Just look up the analyst or type in dubs in the building. I am on there. Four different platforms. Working on to get it on five, like Google Podcasts. But I don't know if anyone has that. But I'm going to try it just to have it. Um... Y'all check out these games, uh, watch them, watch all of them, starting at the 12 o'clock and stuff. I'm going to try to catch some games when I'm on, when I'm driving. I'll be on the road for about four hours and 40 minutes. Hopefully, it ain't too much traffic going out to North Carolina. Um, yeah, man. Uh, tomorrow, we got some big games in the NFL. Hopefully, I'm back. If I'm not back to talk about it. If I don't know if I'm going to be back, I'll probably just have an episode recorded tonight just so it's ready for the next day and it can be uploaded and I'll just talk about those big games, especially the Dolphins and Bills games, which I'm I'm looking very forward to because we need that game more than ever. Uh, I don't really see too many other games that would be interesting to watch unless people want to watch Ravens and Browns. That's going to be an ugly game. Bengals and Titans are going to be ugly. Eagles and Commanders. It just depends. What Washington team are you getting? Are you getting the one that beat the Broncos in that thriller? Or are you going to get the one where they got smacked by the Bills? Um, yeah, I, was, I mean, Patriots and Cowboys, the afternoon game, that that would be pretty good. Um, but, yeah, man, I can't wait for it tomorrow. Let's go. Yeah, man. Y'all have yourself a good rest of the day. And. I'll catch you on that 18th episode. Peace.